Hello, everyone, and welcome to Family Game Night, your regular podcast for all things family games. I am Jordan Roman, and I will be your host this evening. Joining us tonight, we have a very special guest, the only one I could think to start off this series where we explore the history, culture, and overall enjoyment of some of our favorite games, my mom. Say hi, mom. Hello. So uh, I I wanted to have you be my first guest on this because, you know, it's family game night. So naturally, gotta have family in there. Absolutely. And we have played our fair share of games, haven't we? Yeah, definitely so. Uh, Some a little bit more one-sided than others, but I I definitely have a lot of fond memories of playing board games and card games and occasionally video games, but we're not here to talk about those. What we are here to talk about is actually one of your favorite board games. Yes, Battleship. I do love Battleship. So so what, what is it about Battleship that you like so much? Well, I just find it... Well, I'm good at it, first of all. And so I usually win, which, of course, it's always fun when you're the winner. Um, But it also is fun to see other people get frustrated when, uh, you know, I I find their ships when they least expect me to. (laughs) That's that's surprisingly vindictive for me, Mother. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it's not surprising. It's it's a game about naval warfare, so there there is a little bit of that uh, whole espionage factor in it. Mm -hmm. And I like the strategy, you know, just kind of picking them off one at a time. No, it is actually, uh, it's, it's definitely a very simple but in-depth strategy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually wanted to kind of dive into the history of it a little bit. Okay. So, as most of you probably know, Battleship's a two-player strategy guessing game that was actually originally conceived back in World War One. Now, here's something you may not know. Supposedly, it came from a French game known as Les Attaques, I assume is how it's pronounced. And nowadays, it's known as Stratego, one of my personal favorite games. I didn't know that. Neither did I. Uh, It was officially published by a number of different companies originally as a pad and pencil game during the 1930s. The first of these commercial versions of the game was released in 1931 by the Star X company under the name Salvo. Other early versions of the game went by names such as Combat, the Battleship Game, Broadsides, a game of naval strategy, and Warfare, Naval Combat. All very original names. (laughs) But but it wasn't until 1967 that it was officially released as a plastic board game by the one and only Milton Bradley under the name Battleship. Since then, the game has received countless electronic versions, video games, apps, and a questionable movie adaptation starring Liam Neeson back in 2012. We don't talk about that. (laughs) You know, I had no idea the game had been around that long. I know I played it when I was a kid, um, but I had no idea that it was started in the 30s. Or even that the first official version of it that we know today predates you. That is true. You, you are the best thing since Battleship. <laughs> uh, brown nosing aside, um, one thing I actually also wanted to talk about was some of the uh, fun little like uh, cultural points and trivia of the game. Because there's a lot of other things, aside from just the fact that it started off as an enti- something that became an entirely different game, uh, there's a bunch of other things. So, one, Battleship is, unsurprisingly, a pretty popular game. It's sold more than 100 million copies since it was originally conceived by Milton Bradley in 1967. Battleship is sold in over 40 countries worldwide and in 29 separate languages. 
Back in June of 2011, it was considered the number one board game app in the Apple Store. It has since seen a recent resurgence in popularity because of this, uh, maybe you've heard of it, this global pandemic going on. What? Yeah, I know. It's it. It's kind of like background noise, really. But yeah, apparently that has caused a lot of people to want to play it more because they can't leave their homes. Mm-hmm. Stuck at home, play board games. Uh, I mean, hey, that's how we did it back when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. yep. makes sense now that you do it now that we're under quarantine. Uh, here's a fun fact. Are you familiar with the phrase... You sunk my battleship? Yes. So the first airing of that was actually from a commercial advertising the game back in 1985. It unintentionally coined the phrase, you sunk my battleship, as one of the actors used it. And it persists to this day, even being referenced in an episode of The Simpsons back in 1990. Or 1999. Okay, this is sad, but I do remember that commercial. Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons? No. That would have... I would have been impressed by that one, honestly, but there's also a lot of episodes of The Simpsons, so being able to pull that particular diamond out of the rough would be impressive. No. Nope. So I I feel like we need to at least address the basics of it, because, you know, we talked about all this fun stuff. Maybe people don't know what Battleship is. Maybe. Inconceivable, I realize, but let's, let's talk about the rules of mm-hmm. Battleship, at least modern rules, because like I said, it's gone through a lot of iterations since it was first conceived of in the 30s. And as a result, there's a lot of variations of it. Mm -hmm. But as it would be standard today, each player will control a 10x10 grid hidden from sight from their opponent. Each grid is labeled on the vertical axis with letters A through J and the horizontal axis with the numbers 1 through 10. Both players will place a series of five different ships, the carrier, battleship, cruiser, submarine, and destroyer, anywhere vertically or horizontally on the board. Each piece takes up a number of linear spaces on the board, 4, 5, 3, 3, and 2, respectively. From there, each player will take turns guessing spaces on the other person's board using the letters and numbers for each row and column, respectively, to try and guess where each enemy ship is. If you manage to correctly guess where a ship is, the opponent will say hit to indicate that, well, they were hit, and miss for, well, a miss. Once you manage to hit all of the parts of a ship... That ship is then hit and sunk. First person to hit all the ships and sink them wins. Now, we played a game of this just beforehand, so we could really refresh our minds on the whole battleship experience. Yes, we did. <laughs> and I learned how sneaky my son can be. <laughs> I, I I employed a, um, a, a, a little strategy that was a bit obnoxious, I will admit. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I said I was pretty good at predicting where people would put their ships and picking them off one at a time. However, when your opponent is sneaky and puts all of the ships in a cluster in the middle of the board, it, it's kind of hard to, to find them all. Now, in my defense, it was the upper left corner mostly. <laughs> But I also have played with you before, and I knew I had to be able to outwit you a little bit. <laughs> but what was the end result of the game? You did still beat me. I did. But it was very close. It was super close. If, if I had guessed where her, like, it was down to a move. If I had guessed where her last ship was, like, the direction, a move sooner, I would have won. Uh-huh. But I did not, so she bested me. Yep. Yep, but it was down to one last move. You almost won. You almost beat me. Yeah, I mean, 
we, we talk about the strategy of it, but replaying this game is where I largely found a lot of that strategy really came into play. Because I, I don't know about you. Personally, the way I approach it is I will try and... At first, it's sort of just like random scattered guessing. Because mm-hmm. there's not really a whole lot you can do initially. But past like once you get past a certain point, and you can sort of knock out sections that you know would a ship would have to occupy one of those spaces. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like the game really gets interesting, which is kind of where that final rush was. Yeah. Where I believe your last ship was one of the three pieces. Yes. So I just kept doing it like every third space. So I would know, all right, these spaces are covered. And like any sort of act, like cross section that would also go over that, I also tried to aim for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... As, as far as my strategy against you went, most people don't expect the cluster method. No, no. Most people don't expect that. Probably because it's poor naval strategy in general. And the funny thing is, is that I got... So your ships were lined up horizontally, one right below the other. Mm-hmm. So five. Five ships going down. And I got, like, ship one, three, and five. And I just didn't expect for ships two and four to be right there in between. I had honestly assumed, like, well, one of the things I did with that was, the sneaky part of it is, if she had guessed it vertically, then she would she could have gotten upwards of all five in a row, and I would have not said hit and sink. She would have just gotten all five of my ships at least once, which would have been funny initially, and maybe a little confusing, but it would have also very much given up all of my strategy. Yeah. <laughs> because then you would have also, it's a very high-risk, high-reward mm-hmm. strategy. But it worked for you. No, I mean, almost. Almost. I did, I did still lose. Well, we, we, we can't deny that part. But it was super close. No, it was it was maybe one of the closest I'd ever played. Mm-hmm. Me too. What, what was your strategy going into it? Like, you, you talk about, like, predicting your opponents. How, how do you approach that? Well, like you said, like, in the beginning, it's very random. And you just try to kind of hit all areas of the board um, just to get a general feel of where the ships might be. Um, and really in the beginning, it's just sheer luck of hitting one. But then, you know, like when I hit one, I'll figure out which direction it's going in and take that one down before I move on to another to try to find another ship. Which do you think is more stressful? Because this is something I frequently run into. The prospect of trying to get the initial hit or after you get that first hit, trying to figure out the direction. I do get stressed out trying to figure out the direction because... A lot of times you guess wrong, and then you just feel like you're wasting time. I mean, it's not feeling like it. I literally lost the game because I couldn't guess the direction of your last ship faster than you. Well, that's true. But it's okay. (laughs) I mean, then again, my last piece was also sandwiched between two other pieces that you literally could not have... Oh, I just remembered something that, for me, was... It was a moment where I had to really test my poker face. (laughs) I see you know what I mean. Yes, I do. It was with my battleship specifically, the four-piece one. She had guessed immediately to the left of it, and then immediately to the right of it, and did not retouch that space for most of the game. (laughs) I think it was, it was like the fourth ship that you sank, and I think it was when you started to suspect I was being a sneaky boy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, when I realized they were all clustered. And then, was that the last ship of yours that I hit? That was the second to last. I think the last one was my two-piece. Yeah. Because that that was what made it so close. I'd already gotten a hit That's on right. your either destroyer or or no cruiser or so, 
I can never remember the names on the. I remember the like some of them, like carrier, battleship, submarine. Mm-hmm. But then like cruiser and destroyer, I always get like confused. I'm pretty sure cruisers the three and destroyer is the two. I'm not even sure. Honestly, like for my research, looking into each thing, it's not always the easiest thing in the world to because different versions have different names. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh huh. Well, and not just like foreign versions, but like some American versions uh. also go. Especially if you go through, like, history. Well, you could keep it consistent and say, oh, I hit the little guy, or, oh, I got the big one. <laughs> <laughs> you got three prime That's and, right. and three beta. That's right. So, yeah. But, yeah, you, you, you confused me. I'll give you that. Well, I mean, that, that's how the fun of it is. It's not just trying to figure out your opponent's mindscape, but figure out how to, like, evade your own opponent's mind games and guessing. Like, it... Despite being a very straightforward, simple guessing game at face value, there is a lot of depth to this game. Mm-hmm. It is deceptively difficult. Yeah, it can be. Sometimes you get real lucky, but sometimes you just find yourself getting frustrated just guessing and guessing and keep missing. <laughs> <laughs> there was a very long period of time where my mother was incapable of hitting a single one of my pieces. Yeah. and. I was convinced she thought I was cheating. Well, silly me. I was guessing, you know, around the perimeter of the board. You were guessing like a logical person would do against a logical opponent, but... Just tisk, mother. And then I remembered who I was playing, and I thought, let me try something crazy here. And and sometimes crazy will do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it did. Well, thank you so, so much for playing with me. This was a lot of fun. Well, thank you for having me on. This was fun. Feels like a little bit of a silly question, but would you recommend this game to others? Oh, I most definitely would. And I think we should go play another round right now. I mean, I'm down. All right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all so, so much for listening. And I will catch you all on the next Family Game Night. (laughs) 